Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. New York's fan, Sports Radio 1019 FM. The fan, WFAN, New York. It's 11.42 here on this Tuesday evening. Final a couple of minutes of JJ After Dark. And what a crazy, chaotic night in college basketball. And it's going to be a great day tomorrow. Great weekend all around, and to help us make some sense of it all, it's my main man from the New York Post who's becoming an expert on bracketology. Maybe he's going to have a PhD in bracketology, the great Zach Brazilla. What's up, ZB? What's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, uh, ZB, I feel like I got a new lease on life, baby, with the Qs. They win tomorrow against Clemson. I'm going to start dreaming, baby. Just saying. Hey, every. Every day that a bubble team doesn't play, they help themselves. I mean, it's amazing. Every day you see these teams lose. You know, Stephen Hall hasn't played a game since last Wednesday, and they've, they've, you know, somehow remained in the mix here despite their struggles because every single one of these teams keeps losing. Okay, Zach, Seton Hall, huge game tomorrow against UConn. I think it's a must if they want to be a tournament team. Are they okay if they split these next two? Or do they need this UConn win because of what it means? Fellow bubble team, UConn trending in the right direction. This is obviously a more important game than the St. John's game, correct? Yeah, because Sarah, cause St. John's you know, is on the road, and we all know road games and home games are different, and you know how they're weighed with the net and everything. Yeah, they, you know, I... Look, if they lose this game, do they still make the tournament? Yeah, but they would have to, to be, do some major damage to the Big East tournament. This is a game they really need to win. I was a little surprised when the line, you know, the the line opened at Seton Hall by one. I think it's now moved to UConn by one. But I, I think most people expect UConn is considered the favorite in this game. I still I got this weird feeling about Seton Hall, though, you know? In, in, in the last five years, so whenever they've had to win a game in a big spot, they've usually found a way. So I'm, I'm, you know, last week at this time, I was thinking UConn's going to roll. Now I'm kind of thinking, you know, I think Seton Hall might maybe maybe could find some magic here. Well, and if you look at the way the line has moved now, Zach, UConn is a one-and-a-half-point favorite, so a whole lot of public money coming in on the Huskies. And I can understand why. Book night, they've played good basketball 
starting to trend in the right direction. They've moved off that bubble. They're in good shape. Now, a team that's moved on the bubble, as far as I'm concerned, is Rutgers. Now, Rutgers, listen, the wins they have, including the one against Illinois today, is gigantic. And Rutgers in December, Zach, they were a top-10 team. They had wins over Illinois, at Maryland, home against Syracuse. They are proving to be very valuable now because, let's be honest, Zach, January and February, Rutgers has beaten nobody, dude. They, they haven't beaten a good team since Purdue at the Rock in December. I mean, what saved Rutgers is the soft underbelly of this Big Ten. And look, the league is good, but the bottom half of this league is not. It, it's so overrated. Illinois, you know, Indiana and Minnesota and Northwestern and I know Nebraska, you know, took Rutgers to the woodshed, but they're obviously not a very good team. You know, there's this thought that the league could get 10, 11 teams. I, you know, I think they're getting eight, in my opinion. I don't think Michigan State's a tournament team. I don't think Indiana, Minnesota, and Rutgers really cleaned up against these underwhelming teams. You know, that's kind of why they're in the tournament right now, is because they really haven't lost any games they sh- should have lost to except for Nebraska. But yeah, look, if they lose Saturday to Minnesota, Rutgers, Rutgers is going to have to start getting nervous, I think. Now, if they end up losing, Zach, and I know a lot of this can change because there's so many more Big Ten games played Thursday and then over the weekend, where are they profiling as far as who that first team they'd play in the Big Ten tournament? Do you know yet? Last I saw it was Indiana in a, in a 7-10 game. They can't lose like to Indiana, said. dude. Cannot lose to Indiana. Indiana stinks. They are horrendous. I mean, you saw that game at the Rack where Rutgers was down. I forget the score exactly, but they were down double figures early. And then Rutgers came back and won the game going away. Indiana is so soft. It's, you know, the fact that they're even considered still on the bubble just shows you how bad the bubble is. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, I'm sure Rutgers would love Indiana in the first round of the Big Ten. To me, Rutgers needs one win. It could be Minnesota. It could be the first round of the Big Ten. But they cannot lose their last two games. They go... They lose these last two. They're thirteen and twelve overall, and I don't think the committee's taking a team that's that close to five hundred. I, you know, Rutgers doesn't really have any bad losses. They have, you know, four quadrant one wins. But if they get to that point, if they get one game over five hundred, I think they actually could be in real trouble. Zach, could you imagine Rutgers loses to Minnesota this weekend, and then you have a Michigan State Rutgers game potentially in that eight nine matchup? If indeed it shakes out that way, that would be insanity. That would, you know. That would, that would be a, a bubble game. Pressure. As far as I'm concerned, it, Zach, if they got Rutgers, Rutgers, Michigan State in an 8-9 and Rutgers loses to Minnesota, I think the loser's out. I Yeah, I mean, I think there's a good chance of that. I, you know, in a normal season, usually teams have to be at least four or five games over 500. So this season's a little different. To me, you got to be at least two or three over 500 if you want to get in. And I think that's a that's an issue for Duke right now, where Duke is now just one game over 500. You know, they, they teams with the teams that have won the most games are, are going to get that benefit of doubt over the teams that are kind of hovering around 500. And that, to me, is why, you know, Rutgers has to win Saturday. Minnesota's been a mess lately. I know Rutgers hasn't played well, but you can't lose this game on Saturday. Michigan, Minnesota's got injury issues. You know, they're, they're coming off some, you know, some, some brutal performances. Rutgers has to win Saturday. They, you can't lose this game. You know, right now, Nebraska's actually playing well. They won some good games here. Minnesota has been a complete disaster the last few weeks. I'm looking at the ACC now. 
Is that a must for Duke Saturday if they want to have any hope aside from just like running the table in the ACC tournament? They kind of got to beat Carolina at Carolina, no? Well, yeah, because they lose that game, they're at five hundred. So they'd be no, nine I... and nine and eleven and eleven. They better be out of that first four out if they lose that game Saturday night, Zach, or I'm going to lose my mind. Well, the joke is every Duke loss and, and ESPN puts them further into the bracket. So. <laughs> You know. You're not wrong about that. I mean, it's absolute <laughs> insanity. It's insanity. But they I, I'll tell you a team that's impressed me. Georgia Tech's pretty good, Zach. I know they melted down the stretch and let Duke tie this game up. They got size, and Alvarado's been there forever. They're a team, I think, can profile of winning maybe a game if two with the right draw in the right bracket. I like Georgia Tech, dude. Yeah, I think that win was that was a nice win today. You know, Alvarado was great, and and they found a way to win that game in overtime despite you know choking that eight point lead. You know, right now I think they're I wouldn't say solid, but I think they're getting there. You know, they could win another game here and you know win a game or two in the ACC tournament. They, they could be like a you know a solid nine or ten seed. Um, yeah, I like their team. You know, they're, give Taxman credit. You know, people love to rip him, me included, but he's done a good job when you consider the pauses they've dealt with, and you know, and some of some of what this season's been like. I mean, he's he's done a good job there. They've they've had a nice season, and you know, making the tournament there would be would be big for them. Zach Brazil of the New York Post talking some college hoops as we say goodbye here on the fan. Okay, Zach, is it fair to say now? Three to four one seeds of locks. Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor. Yeah, even though Michigan lost tonight, I I, I think so. I, I do. I think they've I done think enough. They were, I mean, they were. Let's yeah, be honest, dude. They would do for one of these games, man. They've gone through this stretch of just smoking everybody. They would do for a clunker. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I think Illinois is getting closer now to being being a lock for a number one seed. Look, well, I ask you this, Zach. If they don't give it to Illinois, and I agree with you, I think Illinois should be the fourth one seed, who else would be getting that final spot? Yeah, I think Ohio State's played its way out of that spot with losing three in a row. I think right now you you really have to consider um, Illinois for that spot. You know, if West Virginia would have beat Baylor today, I think maybe they would have started to be making an argument for themselves. But right now, I think you're looking at two Big Ten teams as number one seeds, barring you know Illinois losing this game and their next their next game, and then the first game of the Big Ten tournament, something crazy like that. As long as you know Illinois, Michigan, either one of those teams just falls apart here, I, I think those are your two other number one seeds. And I guess the secret is out on Kate Cunningham. Not that you know I'm breaking any ground or breaking any news on this, but my goodness, not only can he ball out and he's going to be the number one pick in the draft. That Okie State team, Zach, that ain't a one-man show, dude. I watched them a lot over the weekend. I watched their game after Syracuse on Monday night. That team can play. Brooklyn guy is the head coach, Mike Boynton. Yeah, they're look, they've been really good of late. Obviously, sweeping Oklahoma's big time. I, I had my weekly column on Monday saying, hopefully the infractions committee doesn't come back here and and rule on their appeal, they get to play in the NCAA tournament. Oh, that's not... Zach, don't tell me that's going to... You're telling me now they could come out a week before the tournament and hammer those kids? That would be a disgrace, dude. I mean, they could. You know, you've heard really nothing about it, so I don't think it'll happen. And look, the Oklahoma State coach was not the head coach when this stuff happened. Lamont Evans, the assistant involved in the corruption case, 
was only there for one year. This isn't like Arizona, LSU, or Kansas, where you know the head coaches were there, where the assistants were there a long time, where the head coaches had basically thrown everyone under the bus and haven't cooperated with the NCAA. Oklahoma State's done everything right here. This kid has done everything right. They deserve to play in the tournament, unlike you know LSU, Kansas, and obviously Arizona, who who did the whole self ban you know fiasco. Nonsense, absolute nonsense. Um, Big East. Better chance again in the second weekend right now. Creighton, Villanova. Creighton. Wow, you're now, down on Villanova right now. Is that fair to say? I don't I don't see a I don't see a big time next level talent. I know people love to say Jeremiah Robinson Earl is a first round pick. I don't understand what league they're talking about because he's he's slow. He's unathletic. I, I just personally do not see him as a you know, a long time NBA player. Uh, you watch this team against athletic guards, they really struggle. They struggled against Creighton. They struggled that game against St. John's. Um, you know, they struggled even against Butler. I, you know, look, they have a really good record, no question. They're going to be probably a three or four seed. Uh, to me, this looks like a classic Villanova team that loses in the second round with a three-zone ball. I, you know, Creighton obviously has a, has their own issues now with the coach and the, you know, the, the, you know, racially insensitive remark he made. So that thereby no means, you know, go heading into March, you know, at, in a good spot here. But I just think they have much more talent. They can go big. They have, they have a terrific shooting team. Mark Zegarowski is one of the best point guards in the country. I like creating a lot more than Villanova going to this tournament. Zach, final one, and appreciate the time as always. If this final week of the regular season is going to be a sign of things to come, for what we're going to get next week, dude, we're going to have a whole lot of insanity. That's just the sense I get. feel like it's a weird year. I, I feel like we're going to have a wacky outcome or two in one of these conference tournaments. That's just my gut feel. I'm just, look, I'm just, I'm just thrilled that it's March and we're not concerned about not having a postseason. I mean, I remember last year at this time, you know, I, I was a little apprehensive, you know, with what was going on in the world and, and, and with the virus and, you know, the worst fears were realized. So, look, it's not going to be a typical March. We all know that. But, hey, it's going to be a March, which after not having last year, we to me, we really need it. You know, I'm thrilled to have it. I'm going to be at the Garden next week for the Big East tournament. I think, I agree with you, I think the conference tournaments could be have some upheaval. I think the first weekend of the NCAA tournament is going to be great because I think it's really top-heavy. But I think 10 through, like, 40, there's really not that much of a difference. So while the one and twos might be okay, I think you're going to see a ton of three through six seeds losing that first weekend, which, you know, should make for a lot of fun. And Zach, let's be honest, it's more fun when Syracuse is on the bubble. Just saying. Better it's a traditional like any other, baby. Better win tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, listen, not going to be an easy game, but they are favored for what it's worth. They are favored against Clemson, <laughs> so we shall see. Zach, thank you for staying up late. I'm sure we will chat next week. Enjoy all the basketball, amigo, okay? All right, buddy. Have a good one. They have it. That's our pal, Zach Braziller of the New York Post. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.